Well, how are hippity dippity doing today? Welcome to the Tim Vaxelbaum Show. This is my podcast. I am Tim Weixelbaum. This is episode 43 of my pro, of the program. It's a series. It's a continuous form of entertainment. It's a form of a podcast or whatever that goes on forever without a, there's no like ending. There's no breaks. Like it, it's not like a seasonal thing. It's just a continuous year round podcast that comes out once a week and we are a we're pretty late to come out we're like a couple days late i don't know it drifts sometimes sometimes i just don't stick to the schedule i don't i don't i'm very 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 bad at that and uh it's okay because we're still going we're still documenting my progression my devolution is it an evolution is my life getting better or worse i don't know but either way we're documenting it i don't know like this could culminate into like something bad this could be like the beginning of the end for me but i don't i don't i don't look at it things that way i don't look at things that way or at least i don't look at my life as that negatively i don't have a doom and gloom uh outlook for me like i'll be fine for the most part i'll be fine i do you know i'm just talking like comparing my life to like the world at large which is uh, which we all agree is going to shit everybody's got to deal with something in the near to distant future everybody's got to deal with something that's coming that might be you know people that live in florida even people that are like killing it and they can afford to live in miami or palm beach mar-a-lago we all look at them with envy we go oh man must be great to live in mar-a-lago but look at you don't know until you're them that's not that great to be them or him in particular trump living in his fucking mansion mar-a-lago and he gets fucking raided you know he's got enough problems as it is he's got to worry about global warming he's got to worry about the coast he's on the freaking coast man he's off the coast already man if global warming is real and let's just for sake of let's just say it is for this argument he's on the freaking water so if anybody's gonna be affected by global warming and the rising tides from the melting glaciers you know antarctica is like a huge it's just like one giant glacier if that continent melts even a little bit it's gonna fucking raise the fucking the entire ocean is gonna go up the sea level's gonna rise everybody like you know compares their height to sea level because the sea usually we assume is like a constant elevation it's like oh sea level that's zero but if it's going up 
then altitude goes down. Like now, Everest is going to be like, oh, well, Everest, Mount Everest is no longer this uh, height. Now it's like down by however much, it's like 20 feet shorter because the ocean went up. So our concept of zero is now different. So Everest is now shorter. Isn't that fucking weird? That's just how it works. So anyway, so freaking Trump has enough problems as it is with this whole raid thing. It's like he's got more. He's got he's got to worry about his place getting uh, oh I don't know flooded and and drifted away into the freaking ocean. When that shit happens in a couple decades to a century, however long. Hey, okay, Trump will be dead probably by then, but other people will still be... Have you ever thought about that? Just because you're going to die doesn't mean that humanity's over. Like, we're still going to keep going, you know? And that just dawned on me for the first time in my life because I kind of had this, like, main character syndrome going on like i was i'm one of these narcissistic millennials who thinks that the world just revolves around them that there's no way that humanity is going to continue on after i'm dead because how could it i'm the only one that matters man i'm the dude i'm the main character of the muddy ducks or whatever movie is happening at the time, I just, so, like, it just clicked for me, like, just a couple days ago, I was like, you know, there is going to be somebody to take care, like, to process your body when you're, depending on when, depending on where I die, there's going to be somebody to, like, uh, embalm my body because it's not like humanity is going to stop. The show is not over just because I'm done. And that never really occurred to me until very recently at age 32. You know, it's like, it's not just about you, man. And also, that is a thing. How am I? If I just die in my house, like right now, holy fuck. Good thing I do this podcast because... There ain't nobody that's going to check. Like, there's nobody that's going to check on me. By the time somebody checks on me, it's going to be such a biohazard that the whole house will have to be bulldozed. And that's a pretty dark thing to be talking about. But, hey, it's, I mean, God for fucking bid. That's all I'm worried about. Like, the home value going down because not that I have anyone to like to to uh like I don't really care what happens really but I'm it's just weird to think about that if I were to die there's nobody that will fucking find out about it uh for like a month later at the minimum it could be many months before anybody does anything about it and uh so yeah it's just gonna be like a fucking pot just like a blob of like 
is going to start, it's just going to, you know, it'll be a body at first, but that's going to fucking melt into a blob that's going to slowly grow and spread throughout the entire house. It's going to sink into the foundation. It's going to like completely mess up the ecosystem. Every animal will be in the house, you know, digging it. Um, and then it's going to cause like a new species to evolve because that's how long it'll take. Like the Titanic, it'll just like this fucking isolated ecosystem of untouched. Uh, it's going to form new species of bugs, beetles. There's going to be a beetle dedicated, named after me. They're going to call it the Weichselbaum beetle uh because of how fucking weird i was that i that i fuck that nobody found out about my death because of how much of a fucking loser i was that's fucking low that's a new fucking way to call somebody a loser that they they were such a loser that when they died, a fucking new beetle formed from their uh, corpse because of how long it took to discover the fucking corpse. Now that is sad. So that's my goal is to just have somebody, a mistress, even a fucking prostitute that I see regularly so that they can wonder where the fuck I am if I die suddenly. I don't, you never know, dude. I could trip on something and break my head open, you know, or choke on something. I was eating fucking, uh, not cashews, not pecans, but the other, a very, you know, easy to choke on nut, pistachios. Those are a tough nut to swallow. You, know, you could easily fucking inhale one of those things and then you're choking. What do you do? Gotta look for, uh, uh, a chair to give yourself the Heimlich on. This is the type of shit I think about on a regular basis as somebody who lives alone and has zero contact with the outside world. This is a normal thing to be kind of paranoid about. And the more I think about it, the more I worry. Like, hey, I just kind of thought of a business idea because I am an entrepreneur. I am still alive, so I might... like. You know, I'm not just like a dead guy yet. I still have a chance to save myself and to pre prevent this uh, this new beetle uh, from being discovered. But hey, that's not the worst thing to do with your life is to give is to like um, let a new species be formed. I mean, hey, that's kind of cool. But I just thought of a business idea. It's where losers who don't have any uh, social life, um, who don't want to just not have anybody know when they're dead. I mean, of course, eventually somebody will f figure it out, like my broker. That will take a long time. But that's what like brokerages do. Like if if they have just this money just in their account and they don't touch it after a certain amount of time, they go, hey, do you want your money? They got to, like, go after you 
Otherwise, it just gets abandoned. But yeah, you got to have a lot of money for them to for for that to be. So so the business idea, they would be like, hey, are you still alive? It would just be like a very simple app that just sends you push notifications. I could probably make it myself in like a week. Just make an Android app that or an iOS. I don't know why Android because I don't have an Android, but it, it would be it just cheaper to to develop probably i don't know i would make an app ios app that just sends you a push notification every day at the same time just like hey we're just wondering if you're still alive just in case there's like a rotting corpse that we need to scoop up and it would be kind of annoying to have to like tell it that you're still alive because like who the fuck wants to do that it's like yeah yeah you would only be doing it to not send the coroner is like oh i don't want the fucking it's like yeah yeah don't send the stupid coroner uh so it's a brilliant idea and to make so i already thought of that you don't even need to 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 do anything it would just use your um data automatically the second you open up your phone like if you just unlock your phone that would count as being alive, I guess. Or just if you have an Apple Watch, it would just be like, okay, it's attached to your heart. Whatever. There's many biometrics that it could pull, that it could just get. Because um, we live in a very data-centric world that uh, this is a fucking idea. It's a, this is a fucking idea uh, involving big data. And hey... So what would the incentive be? So basically it's just an automated... So it's like, okay, you just need the app on your phone and it's going to take care of the uh, the rest in the background. Um, and it'll give you like a set, you know, within 12 hours of you not... That's the minimum probably, like a day. 12 hours to a day would be the minimum amount of time to go by because maybe i just don't maybe i just don't want to use my apple watch for one day maybe i go a fucking day without using my phone or any apple device which would be super rare but let's just say that's the threshold and you would be able to define it yourself but so yeah that's enough for me like if a whole fucking day goes by where I'm not touching any of my Apple devices? Yeah, you better believe something terrible has probably happened to me. I've probably been trafficked. You know? I probably overdosed on fentanyl. That's the first thing that you could reasonably believe. I don't go on social media that much, so that's not enough to know if I'm dead. If I ain't touching any device, then yeah. Send the send uh, the SWAT team. Send somebody, man. Send a f- armed fire uh, EMT, not the police, because I don't want to. They don't. You don't need to send like anyone that's gonna elevate the situation. Send EMTs with guns. You know, it doesn't hurt to have a gun. So anyway, that's a brilliant idea. How would it make money though? And what is the real incentive for people to install it? And what is the real 
demographic or the market? How big is the potential customer base for this product? I can answer all those questions. Uh, it's actually becoming bigger and bigger, the customer base, because of COVID started people off on this, like, I don't like this, this path of isolation to the point and they're, they're comfortable. They are, everybody is working from home at a high rate. Everybody is, is just not leaving their homes and not socializing as much face to face or at all. Uh, which I, which I'm in the camp. I'm in that camp. I'm in the not socializing at all camp. And that's, there's so many great business ideas opening up for this. Like just, we need robots. We need sex dolls, man. We need all, all purpose sex dolls. Not just sex dolls, just home robots that you could fuck. But that also are just like your partners, man. They replace pets, spouses, friends, and and butler. They just do everything. They clean. They cook. I don't know about that one. I don't know if I want the same thing that's cleaning to also be cooking. Because that's like, do I want my vacuum to also be touching my food? Nah. See, you can't just tell it to take a shower. You can't be like, okay, can you like at least take a shower before you just go from dusting to chopping up onions, you fucking slob? You're a robot. You're not a human. I can't just tell you to like, you know, be like, okay, we just had, we just fucked. Can you, can you clean a little bit? Can you, hygiene is still a thing. Just because you're not a human doesn't mean you don't you don't you don't have to clean yourself. So that's gonna be interesting. But anyway, there's gonna be so many fucking solutions for people like me, uh, like that. You could there's gonna be so many fucking ways to become a new billion dollar businessman. This is exciting. So anyway. Let's just focus on the the very basic one that I'm taught that I opened on, which is, am I dead? The am I dead? Uh, the Uber of of coronation of like you know, picking up dead bodies. That's the that's the business model. Uh, so it's like okay, we got one, we got one. Is this guy? He's thirty two. He has not made contact with any of his devices in 48 hours. He's definitely dead. The power's not been out, so that he has power. So he's 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 a loser with no life other than consuming content online. So yes, he's dead. So bring wear gloves. Put on your full PPE. It's hot. Anyway, uh, bring whatever it takes. Bring the right equipment. So anyway, what would be the... We already covered the audience. The audience is getting bigger. There is so many people that just want to stay home, avoid the world, just bask in their anxiety. 
So anyway, so it's mil- we're talking, geez, there's going to be millions of, of, of potential customers. And then we got to talk about competition. Like if just because we're the first to do it does not mean we're going to be the best. So you got to roll it out in a way that's going to retain the customers. Because the second, I mean, there's going to be competition is all I'm saying. It's not a hard idea to implement so what, how do we do, how do we build a moat? How do we build a, a resistant uh, brand to this? What is the appeal to people like me? Well, peace of mind, knowing that there's going to be no concern that if I die, it just gives me peace of mind. It's like, oh, I'm not going to, yes, I'm going to die alone but that's not what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about that part of it. I'm worried about the effect on the environment. Uh, so that's the appeal. But what is the real incentive to install this motherfucker? It's got to give you like some reward. So it's got to like gamify. So yeah, it's going to like, that's what every app is. It gamifies whatever it's selling. It's like, okay, here's your profile. Here's. This achievement that you're aiming, that you're trying to achieve, you're going to unlock achievements by, you know, regularly using the app. I don't know. You'll have like levels and shit. Like, oh, you leveled up. You outlived this dude. This dude fucking, uh, you're doing good. Um, you've not made contact with the outside world for 25 months in a row. That's a new record. And it'll have, you'll be able to follow other people. Yeah, you might as well, like, gamify um, introversion and reclusion. Like, the most reclusion, like, because it's not like we're making friends any other way. So, yeah, you might as well make it a social media app. And I don't fucking, like, you could, like, somehow pay them money at first to you. I don't know. That's the easiest way to get people to download it is to like, okay, here's a $5 coupon or gift card just for being the first person to install it or some shit like that. And it has to have a fucking, how's it going to make money? It's got to like show ads in the, in the app. That's bad. Subscriptions is not a way. Nobody's going to pay money for it. Like really, I'm going to pay 5 I'm not going to pay money to have people pick up my body after I'm dead. Like, that's not really something I see myself paying money for. I would want it to pay me money. Like, yeah, so how the fuck would that make money? I don't know. It's not a subscription-based thing. It would be like, okay, here's an ad. Yeah, so that's where I'm stuck. So that's where I got to think about that. You know, it's a pretty grim idea for an app. It's like, oh, here's the thing that I only downloaded because I'm a, um, what do you call it? Recluse that's afraid to make, because I just don't want to, like, have human uh, interaction. I just don't want to do that. So I'm opting out of, I'm just an opting out, opting out of life. Anyway, that was a great thing to talk about for 20 minutes. Because I am a recluse. I have not still, I've not broken the streak. Uh, 
of uh, going out. I've not gotten a, a haircut. That's the thing I would like. Is but who? Hey, that's something I that you have to leave the house for. So that's something I haven't been doing. So I've been getting delivery quite often. Um, that's one of the things I'm allowing myself to spend money on is uh, groceries, man. Because everything else, I'm kind of like not allowing. My, I'm not buying stuff, you know. Like I'm not buying drugs. Thank God, man. Like if I had an opiate addiction, that would be fucking expensive. If you're trying to be a long-term investor, that's just not a good thing to go down. Is the is the hobby of opiates? It's a great. It's not like the worst hobby. I don't think. But it's a super expensive one. And nobody really like makes a lot of money being a heroin addict. Like it's not like they it's not like a way to get rich. Nobody gets okay, like that I could say. Nobody gets rich being a heroin addict. But hey, I'm just so I'm so I'm not doing that. I'm not blowing money on anything at all. I'm living lean. But I am allowing myself to blow money on on uh, food delivery. So yesterday I got Wendy's delivered first, and that was to you know, and I got healthy Wendy's, and it was actually really pretty, pretty fucking like pretty high quality. Like they like for for what it is, considering it it's it's fast food. That's it wasn't bad. It was uh, high quality ingredients. It was fresh. I was impressed, you know. Uh, and I got bunless keto, and it was good because it didn't make me feel like crap afterwards. You know, that's the good thing about eating low carb is you could eat like a huge meal and you won't feel like crap. You'll feel full, but you won't feel like you just uh killed yourself anyway so that did not fill me up i had four uh what do you call them uh not whoppers the bird uh baconator yeah 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 i got four son of baconator so not the real not the you know the junior size but four of them and i wasn't full i was like okay now i want some now i want dessert because I am a very dessert having, I like, des- I'm an enthusiast, I like eating sweets. So I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to get more ice cream and pecans. So that's basically been my diet still is is just a whole pint of ice cream with many pecans mixed into it it's just like it it's just like it hits all the food uh, it's just like that's all you really need is uh pecans and ice cream it's a full diet it's a full meal that hits all the vitamins and nutrients that you need to live and it's fucking delicious so i i did that and it's it's uh it's pretty Probably not the best thing to do, but I'm kill. I'm doing well. I could be doing so much worse, man. So I'm doing fine. I feel fine. My sleep quality is whatever. So let's just get through. Let's just cover the update on 
that. Let's get all the boring um, personal shit out of the way. Because uh, I am a... Because this podcast is about self-improvement. And that's... Yeah, it's a video diary. Uh, so the thing that I've been doing that's been really making it tough to to do anything... Like, it's been really... I don't know, man. Like... It's too early to know if the Zoloft is is right for me. So I'm in I'm on week three, or I don't even know. I'm not good at tracking the days. I think I'm on, on like day twenty three of taking the Zoloft, something like that. And it's it's definitely given me some side effects. But I'm gonna keep going, man. It's I'm trying not to analyze it. I'm trying not to to overanalyze it, and be afraid of continuing because I need to fucking uh, stay on it for two months before I decide if it's if it's helping, man. But the side effects are definitely a thing, man. So it's like I get these cold sweats at night. Uh, and that's, that's, that's one of them. And I guess like nausea, I'm still going through and a little bit of, so I had one night of like heavy anxiety, like where it was almost like a panic attack and it was, and it was pretty, pretty intense, man. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely, uh, from the Zoloft. So, but that was only a one night thing. And I think I drank a lot of coffee that day and so i just got through it and uh it's not unmanageable and whatever so i don't know if it's if it's gonna really give me the effect that i'm that i'm that i need to achieve my goals and also i don't really have any clear-cut goals any as it is I thought I did, but then I was like, nah, TikTok, comedy, those are not important goals, or I just gave up on them. I don't know. But I I, uh, I, I don't know if the Zoloft is going to give me the kick in the ass or the the thrust that I need to become motivated. It might be something else besides depression. I definitely might need still need it for anxiety but i don't know if it's the end if it's going to be the only thing i might need to supplement it with something else to give me the motivation to actually reach my goals cuz that's really something that i just have been struggling with is not like happiness you know like i'm it's like it's just like this like lack of motivation so and that's fine i'm chill because i don't know because even if i don't really have any goals i don't really need it's not the end of the world i still enjoy just being alive at the very basic level even though i'm not like achieving any even though i'm like kind of like super stagnated right now I'm not. I'm still learning things about, you know, I'm still gaining something. It, like, 
so I'm not going too hard on myself. And that's a the big thing right now. I think that I'm trying to that I'm learning is to is to just kind of uh stop being hard on myself. I don't know. That's why I'm like it's like when I have like the ice cream it's like it's like hey, fuck it. Don't be too just don't look at it as like something to to uh to be ashamed of. I don't know. So it's like I'm just trying to relax cuz I guess this thing that I'm going through, this whole like super long isolated streak that I'm on of just like staying in, not socializing. Um it there's a reason I'm doing it. It's not just like I'm completely like spiraling. It's not like I did not it's not like I have no basis for thought behind it it's like i'm doing it because i wasn't getting what i needed out of going out i was aimless i i need a fucking and i wasn't enjoying my i don't know so i i was like in a rut so anyway so i will go back to something that is like um creative so like Something else I, is like I've I've just realized is like this this way of like um, putting it into words what I've been tr- struggling with and that is giving versus taking like the whole we could decide on a day to day basis whether we want to just give or take just cons- you know like there's two ways to go about your life you could just lie in bed all day and and sleep watch youtube jerk off eat food and that's it and then the cycle continues and that's 100% take or you could do give which is like i don't know working a job Paying money, donating money, creating content for other people to watch on YouTube. Like, this would be an example of giving, I guess. Not really. It's pretty... Um, but yeah, but there's... That's the dichotomy. The, they're, the opposites that are competing of, of philosophies of life. You could either be a giver or a taker. Like, if you create music as a job, if that's your job, that's a giving. That's an example of giving. Uh, like, the Beatles, they gave a lot of music to the world, and that is why we hold them in high regard, is because they gave us something. They weren't just Kardashians. That's why people, you know, don't have that they don't hold Kim Kardashian as as in high regard as the Beatles because she's she's not just giving away shit she's also taking shit she's taking status anyway but I don't nothing wrong with being an influencer I mean influencers they are giving stuff to the world too anyway so that's just one thing that'll make you sad is if you're stuck in this only taking from the world rut you feel like it's like gross that's how i feel sometimes when i'm just going through the motions when i'm just kind of drifting or coasting through life 
you feel spoiled and gross when you're just like, oh man, I just, I'm not contributing anything to the world. I'm, I'm just a fucking roach. I'm just like a fucking, I'm just this organism that just fucking a leech, just a tumor, a fucking tick. Um, completely isolated, not contributing any wealth or value to the community at large. And that just is so fucking gross. And that's where the guilt comes in. And of course you're going to be depressed. And like antidepressants ain't going to fucking fix that. But I needed the antidepressants to at least get me out of this fucking clinical, this uh, this clinical uh, darkness that was uh, needed. That's where the chemical uh, 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 intervention was needed. I just needed to get the brain chemistry fixed before I could work on the the other shit to give me the the healthy. You just need to get over the shit that you can't deal with. Anyway, so when will I get back into giving to the world? I don't know, man. I'm a selfish, I'm a greedy fucking Jew. And sometimes there is just such a thing as being, I'm not talking about everybody here, I'm like, but for me, I am one of those people where it's just like I'm just a parasite, the world is not benefiting from me. I mean, okay, I did, I, I pay my taxes, but that's it. I That's fucking it, man. I'm not contributing. So how, why am I like that? I don't know. I, it's fun. It's relaxing. It's It's nice to just be a parasite, to just take and not give anything back. But I don't like that. I'm so I will get out of it. It's just like I think it just comes down to laziness, and I guess some of it comes from like this feeling of like, ugh, I just don't want to. I don't want to do the heavy lifting, and you gotta have a purpose. There's gotta be like a purpose to it that is rewarding on the way up. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, because I see other people, like, doing what I wanted to do. And I don't hate myself. I don't have, like, self-hate that's stopping me from doing it. I think it's just late. I, it, it, a lot of it is just this brain fog. I think, yeah, I, I, I still just struggle with, like, this heaviness and fatigue that's just stopping me from being a producer, somebody who gives instead of takes. So I would, and I think it's gotta be something good. I want to start a business, man, like another business, a new business. Cause I did give to the world by running the application that I ran from 2018 to 2022. I ran a beautiful business in crypto but I got out of it, and it's like, okay, what's the next step, baby? Maybe it will be some kind of, like that idea. Maybe it'll be a, a something like that. It doesn't have to be like the oh, I'm am I dead app, even though that's not like the worst thing I've ever thought. That's like 
hey, I would use it. <laughs> so that's not a bad idea, but like, fuck it, dude. Maybe it will just be to make an app because like I did, you know, I tried to get, I tried to pursue the whole being a uh, entertainer thing. It's like, I want to, I want to be something that involves my, uh, that taps into my, my talents, my entertainment, my performance talents. But it's like, Yes, that would be cool. That would be fucking cool. But then if you don't want to, if you get sick of that, that's not a, it's not going to be profitable. How do you profit off being a comedian if you don't even want to go out and do it? If you don't even want to talk to people, how do you fucking do that? How do you put your, yeah. So it's like, okay, I don't want to do that right now. So what's something I could do every day? For years and not get sick of that was that's a good question it was probably it's it was the app from 28 for the past four years i did that almost every day but not really i took breaks from it even even running an app that has tens of thousands of daily users got fucking boring so i'm a pretty unique I get fucking bored of shit, even even if it's like successful, man. That's my problem. I think that's what the Zoloft. That's what I'm taking it for. Is I need prolonged pleasure or dry or reward. My reward system is all fucked up from smoking too much weed, from something, and. It's stopping me from chasing the delayed gratification that comes from these creative uh, hobbies. The reason that they're not ever going to turn into a career is because I don't just, I don't have the fucking um, scent, I don't know what the word, I, I just don't, I just can't get pleasure out of doing the same thing more than once you know so even though i have some ability to like do comedy and like get laughs on stage at a comedy show that doesn't mean i'm ever going to be a stand-up comedian because i just don't like it enough to do it as often as it takes um and same with anything isn't that fucking weird? Like, even, just because you're okay at something, just because you're, like, competent, it's like, I don't want to fucking do that shit. It's like, there's millions of fucking careers that I could do. Doesn't mean I want to do, like, I could, isn't that fucking shitty? One of the shitty things about the world, about just being a person, is that you could be a fucking talented cobbler or a cook carpenter teacher you could just have a knack for it you could be great at interacting with children at sculpting minds but that doesn't mean you're gonna be a fucking doesn't mean you're gonna have any desire to do that shit isn't that fucking sad i don't know something sad about that like that just because you could be like a fucking 
genius at something, but never do it because it's like, I don't fucking care. I don't want to do that shit. There's got to be a reward. We live in an incentivized world. The human experience revolves around incentivization. Like, there's got to be a fucking reason to do it. Yeah, so... There's something poignant about like about that. Like there that there's all these motherfuckers, these greedy fucking people like me that could be helping the world in some way, you know? Like but they think they're too good that they don't wanna exert the time and effort to do it. Because it was like, oh no, that's why would I wanna Waste my time, put the wear and tear on my muscle to do something that's not what I'm meant to be doing from like a cosmic, you know, that's how I look at things is like if, unless it's like the number one priority, I don't fucking want to waste my time doing that shit. And that's why I'm doing this podcast, because this podcast is the number one thing I should be doing right now. There's other priorities, you know, like I, that I, life is going by. What am I going to make of the next five years of my life? Just another eight years from now or seven years, I'm going to be in my 40s. What am I going to look back at to show, what am I going to have to look to show for it? I want to be an entrepreneur or an entertainer or both. You might as well just combine the fucking two because they you can't really be just an entertainer anymore. You kind of have to build a business around your your career in entertainment, even if you're just a podcast. Anything, man. So I guess... I'm still thinking about what that is going to be. How am I going to wrap my personality into a form of con? Like, what is the niche that I'm going to wrap my personality around? Probably something in, in investing. There's a lot of wh- fucking white dudes that don't get a lot of vitamin D that are very good at talking about the financial market. Martin Shkreli, he's exactly like me. He's me if I were to work harder. I, or Yeah, like he would, I would be him if I were just a little bit smarter and, and higher achieving, you know? Other than that, we're pretty much the same guy. We're both super unlikable white dudes who just want to talk shit and be smart and have a lot of money. (laughs) Whoa, okay, anyway. You know, like, there's a... I I get why people don't want to watch me be successful or something like that because I'm not really I'm not relatable 
so it's like who why why would i chase i don't know i guess it's actually i take that back i am likable when i'm at my best when i'm actually enjoying myself of course I, that could be fun. that's likable if i'm doing there's many facets to my personality so i could be an entertainer but i have to actually like really want to do that shit man uh, being a streamer, like, oh man, that's tough work. But, yeah, so I'm not doing that right now. Oh yeah, so let's, so yeah, bugs. So like, I set up all these traps, and it, I I I vacuumed, and I got so much dust. I I, I anyway, I don't care about any of that, dude. Oh, okay. We don't need to keep. So this shirt that I'm wearing, I love this shirt. It's a it's fifty dollars. All right. None of these topics matter, but finance. Let's just do a quick update on finance, the markets, crypto. Passive income, dividends. So, I've been, you know, putting my Tesla dollars into the stock market. And I've been paying off my car loan for the Mazda Miata, which I have not driven in about a month. It's weird, man. It's weird just having... Yeah, so I, I got my car loan down to $10,000. It was... 30000 just a month ago, so I paid down a lot of money. And it's at the point where I don't really need to pay it down anymore. I could, so it's at $9,400 at a 6% APR. So I'm paying, I don't know, 500 bucks a year in interest. That's not that bad. So I don't know. I could use that money instead of paying off the car loan anymore i think that nine thousand dollars would rather be put in something that's gonna like an investment account um like an index fund that's what i've been buying and i've been buying stock so so now that the car loan is kind of in the back not something i have to really worry about anymore I'm probably going to make one more big payment, though, just because I like, I just, even 600 a year, still too, I'm probably going to make one more big payoff on that one. But now that that's kind of not the priority, we could focus on more fun stuff, like putting, you know, putting a little bit more into the stock market. So, let's talk about Bed Bath & Beyond. Isn't that crazy that that's what we're talking about in this year? Like, of all things, of all companies, that's the thing we're talking about? A retail store for middle-class women? Like, why is a male, why is a dude like me talking about a company like that? Well, it's because it's the new thing. It's the new craze. It's the new GameStop. So last week, I talked about how I got sucked into the whole Wall Street bets subreddit and I I'm pretty fucking 
it's a pretty good subreddit to just to just read. And you know, so I got sucked into it and I I played the game. I I made a move into the gambling of and I I I think it was that day that I bought in um when the last episode was recorded I bought $2000 worth of Bed Bath and Beyonds at about $10.90. I bought it even before the market opened and then it went down to $8 and I was like, "Okay, well, whatever." But the sentiment was still super high. On the like people were like, "Don't worry, this is normal." Just because it went down a little bit doesn't mean anything because the target is still way higher for a lot of call options uh, that uh, Ryan Cohen fucking bought. Uh, So just stick to the plan. So it went up after that just the next day to like 12 bucks. And I was like, okay, it's profitable. Uh, but I didn't buy any more because 2000 was my only invest. That's the only amount I was comfortable investing in a meme stock. I could have invested a lot more. So like, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that because it went up a lot more. This fucking thing. This is not my first rodeo. So for me, it was like, okay, that's cool. So yesterday it touched at, it went up to like $28, I think is the highest it went to so far. So I had a take profit order set to $19. And I canceled that and raised it up because I was like, you know what? It's going to blow past that. That's not a place of resistance. $19? Nah. Put it up to $22. That's a place where I saw resistance. So I put it up to $22. It, it filled. Then it shot up to $28. So I've only sold 50 shares so far. So I recouped a lot of my initial investment. I recouped more than half of my initial, of my principal of $2,000. So I'm already, so I'm less invested. I'm only half gambling now. Now I'm I've already reduced my gambling exposure by 50% and it's now um only a thousand bucks of a principle that of my money that I have that I'm exposing to risk and the upside and it's profitable though it's it's still in the green I could sell it and get all my money back and make a profit I could double my money but that's uh, that's not how you do it. That's not what you're supposed to do. Um, so I I took some. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool that I just doubled my money. That's about what it what it did, and it's it's like okay, four thousand bucks. That's money that I didn't have that I could now invest into real stocks to solidify it because. Just because this was free money, I don't treat it as free money. I treat it as money that I earned. Because the emotional fucking torment, it takes the toll that you pay when you see your 
fucking investment go up and down like that, you're paying for it with emotional damage. So that's why I am going to take profits as they come. So the next time, so I'm going to get all my money back and, and then... So I have a couple more take profit orders like at, I don't know, 32 bucks is the next one. And then one way up at like 50 bucks or something like that. So there's still a lot of upside that would need to happen for me to take that profit. But I'm going to take the fucking profit because I fucking, I treat that as like real money. Um, just because it falls into my lap because of a meme because of like a pump and dump that don't mean that i don't see it as like okay now i'm just gonna blow it on something no i want that's just money that's gonna grow my portfolio a little quicker than than it would have otherwise but i want to retain every little bit of that value like just because it shot up super fast doesn't mean I'm going to let it shoot back down is what I'm saying. So that's why those take profit orders is like, okay, if it's going to shoot up that fast, well, I'm going to take the value that it shot up to permanently and put it into real permanent investments such as index funds, which I am a big fan of. So so it turned out that I made the right decision or whatever. I don't know. It's a gamble. It was like betting. So the bet worked out. So does that make me feel like a big rush? I don't know. Not really. Because I only made a couple thousand dollars. Which is fucking great. That's a lot more than my dividends. It's a lot more than I would have made if I had not done that. But it's like... These meme things, these pumping dumps, they only come once in a long. They're very rare. So I guess I could have put in a lot more. If I put in 20000 then I would have made 20000 in profit. That would have been pretty significant because once I double, like once I really increase my portfolio, then it's just going to be dumped into low-risk index funds. And then I won't have to worry about what the market's doing on a day-to-day basis. And I won't have to chase after these fucking meme stocks. I'll be rich enough where I won't have to chase the high volatile fucking gambles. Once you have a big enough portfolio, it's not a question of, if you're going to stay wealthy, it's just a matter of how long. So that's the goal is to get to the point where you just have enough wealth where it's going to go up. And then it just doesn't really matter what the market's doing. Because, yes, you're, if you have all your money in equities, which is stocks, you're going to have a lot of downside through the years but through the decades it's gonna go up but you might have like a long you might have years and years where it's completely where it's like 50 percent down your portfolio 
if it's all inequities, it's gonna it could go from a hundred thousand to fifty thousand for years and be stuck at fifty k. But why is that not a problem? Well, because the market always comes back. It always comes back. I don't care if it's a depression or if it's a pandemic, it'll come back. And what is it going to be doing in the meantime while it's down? What is your portfolio doing while it's at 50K? It's not just sitting there doing nothing. It's not collecting dust. It is getting paid dividends. And those dividends, if you're smart, have you're, they're being automatically reinvested into the into whatever you're holding to generate those dividends. So even though it's still the same amount at 50k and it doesn't look like it's gaining any value, it's gaining um, equity. It's gaining the sh- number of shares is going up. So once the market does recover, it's going to recover at a higher principle than it was when the, before the market went down so you're going to have a lot more money you're not just going to go back to 100k it's going to go up to 150k and it's going to stay there and then the next time the market goes down it's going to only go down to 100k and that's the poorest you're going to be because it was growing in that time it all fuck it only appreciates after a certain point even when so it's all relative to how much your principal is and it matter you know and your how much your expenses are if your expenses are lower than your income that's all that really matters for the most part and you just got to continue investing don't try to there's no you don't have to time the market if we're talking about decades, then it doesn't really matter when you buy. You could spend, a, you could do a lump sum investment in a in a total market index fund like VTI or VT, which is the entire global economy, and yeah, it'll only grow, and that's the best move, and that's a fun. I don't know. It's fun, but it's also just the smartest thing to do is is if you're trying to be rich and stay not rich, just be smart with money. You gotta don't touch your principal and keep investing and uh, keep buying meme stocks. This was Financial Advice with Tim Vaxavam, and this has been episode 43 of the Tim Vaxavam Show. I will see y'all next week. Bye.